This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hi, my name is Dr. Lou Diaz, pastor of Butte Bible Fellowship located at 2255 Pillsbury Road in Chico. And I'm providing inspirational teaching for you from God's Word each week. Listen to my weekly radio program, Encouraging Words with Dr. Lou Diaz, at 10 a.m. on Saturday or 10 a.m. on Sunday. If you would like to hear my current message series, you may call Butte Bible Fellowship at 530-892-0521. All right, we now come to our message on Acts chapter 4. And one thing about Acts chapter 4 is that I um, want to be able to read it to you before I preach it. I want you to hear the entire context of Acts chapter 4. And as you do, I want you to let the Holy Spirit speak to you before we go through it line by line. So watch this. Listen carefully to Acts 4. The priest and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed, so the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. The next day, the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Ananias, uh, Annas, the high priest, was there, and so was Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and others of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders to the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you raised. Jesus is As the Bible says, the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing there with them, there was nothing they could say. So they ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then conferred together. What are we going to do with these men, they asked. Everyone living in Jerusalem knows they have performed a notable sign, and we cannot deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people, we must warn them, to speak no longer to anyone in this name. Then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to him? You be the judge. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. 
After further threats, they let them go. They could not decide how to punish them because all the people were praising God for what had happened. For the man who was miraculously healed was over 40 years old. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against the anointed one. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. All the believers were, in, were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that there was no needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, bought, brought the money from the sales and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone who had need. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. I want you to pray with me. Heavenly Father, even as we have heard Acts chapter 4 read to us, it is amazing that people should call Peter and John into account for you healing a man who was crippled since birth and was over 40 years of age. People should be rejoicing that people are being healed in Jesus' name. But they were greatly disturbed that Peter and John and the apostles were preaching the resurrection of Jesus. And so it is in our day. People are disturbed when the gospel is shared. People are disturbed when Jesus is lifted up. People are disturbed when miracles happen and when people come to Christ and their lives are radically changed. We should not be surprised about resistance or persecution because of the gospel because of the name of Jesus. Give us boldness. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Do miracles in our day and help us to share the good news of forgiveness of sins through faith in Jesus Christ. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Today's message is entitled, Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus. As you can see, Peter and John had to stand up for Christ and uh, defend the faith. Now, 
I'm going to go straight to Acts chapter 4 because it answers the question, how do we stand up for Jesus and speak for Jesus, speak about Jesus, when those in charge are trying to silence us? Now, for some of you who are following the John MacArthur situation, uh, the city of L.A. is trying to shut him down. And he's saying no. And the gospel will not be silenced. So here's four points that cover Acts chapter 4. First of all, we should expect opposition. Acts chapter 4, 1 to 3. We should expect conversions, on the other hand, Acts 4, 4. We should expect questioning. By what name are you doing this? People will be critical and skeptical and questioning us. And then we should expect the supernatural. God intervening, shaking the place, filling us with the Holy Spirit, working by signs and wonders, supernaturally, radically converting people. We should expect all that. So, let's look at the passage. Expect opposition. Know that speaking about Jesus will disturb those resistant to the gospel. Acts 4.2, the leaders were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. Jesus said in John 15, as they have hated me, they will hate you because I'm in you. So we should not be surprised that there's persecution. People don't like their comfort zone challenged. They're comfortable not believing in God, denying God, living their own way. When someone says there is a life after this life and you need to trust in Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins and to receive eternal life, they don't like to hear that. But that's the truth. And it's not the truth because we're intolerant and bigoted. It's the truth because Jesus said so. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. Jesus should know. He's the Son of God, Savior. Second, we should expect conversions. Be assured that speaking about Jesus will result in some people being saved. Just as some people will resist, some people will receive. Acts 4.4 But many who heard the message believed and so the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. Now, they counted only men, but this did not mean that women and children didn't receive Christ as well. There were more than 5,000 who trusted in Christ as Messiah and Lord, as Savior and Lord, uh, because Peter had the boldness to speak out. Peter, who was once a denier of Jesus... Peter, who once with the apostles was hiding in the upper room behind locked doors, is now bold and courageous because the Holy Spirit filled him and people trusted in Jesus Christ. When you share the gospel, expect pushback, but also accept people receiving Christ as well. Speak out the gospel. Expect questioning. Realize that speaking about Jesus will raise skeptical and critical questions. Acts 
4-7. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? Have you ever had a person question you skeptically about your faith? Yeah, well, what about, isn't the church full of hypocrites? And the answer I have to that is, uh, well, there's a difference between hypocrites and pilgrims. Hypocrites play act. They pretend to be one thing while they're another. But pilgrims, we're not perfect. We fail, but we ask for forgiveness, get up, and fix our eyes upon Jesus. That's my answer to that skeptical question, isn't the church full of hypocrites? Of course, someone could sarcastically answer, well, why don't you join and add one more? So, yes, we do get skeptical questions, uh, and we need to be prepared to give an answer for the hope that is within us. And so Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, was able to do that. And we need to expect the supernatural. Sharing the gospel is speaking about Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit according to the word of God. And that's exactly what happened with Peter. Peter, verse 8 says, filled with the Holy Spirit, spoke to them the word of God. It says in verse 8, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is, and he quotes Psalm 118, verse 22. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Jesus is the cornerstone. He is the only foundation big enough to build your life on. If you're not building your life on Jesus, you're building your life on sinking sand, on an inadequate foundation. Finances is not an adequate foundation. Beauty is not an adequate foundation. Power, prestige, anything that the world says, this is what you need, is not an adequate foundation to build your life on. Only Jesus is the cornerstone and the foundation to build your life on. And Peter was testifying of that boldly to the leaders. As, they, as you expect the supernatural, it says in verse 12, Jesus, uh, Peter speaking, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Is Christianity the only way to heaven? The answer is yes. If there was any other way to get to heaven, then Jesus, who is fully God, would not have had to become fully man and fully God and die on the cross. That's how serious our sin is. And that's how much of a sacrifice of a perfect life was required for our salvation. Don't believe any other religion or any other human philosophy. They're not the way to God. In the 1920s, a false teaching was taught. And it was, all roads lead to God. It doesn't matter what faith you have. 
you're going to get to God eventually. And do you know how they came to that conclusion? Well, they found that all religions have a form or shape of the golden rule. The golden rule is, uh, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. That's what Jesus said. Well, other religions have the golden rule or the silver rule. The silver rule is a form of the golden rule. It is, don't do unto others as you would not have them do unto you. But it's the same thing. So based on that one teaching that is common to all religions, people concluded all roads lead to God. However, there is such a thing, such a thing as the law of non-contradiction. The law of non-contradiction says if all religions are the same, then all religions should teach the same, which you would think they do because they all have the golden rule. However, Christianity teaches that Jesus is the only way. He said it in John 14, 6, and it's said here in Acts 4, 12. There's no other way you can be saved except through Jesus. That is a contradiction to all other religions and philosophies. Therefore, you cannot say all roads lead to heaven. There's only one bridge that bridges the chasm between man, sinful man, and holy God, and that is Jesus Christ. He's the only way. He said so, and we're quoting him. We're not bigots. We're not bigots. We're not intolerant. We're not know-it-alls. We're not holy Joes. We're simply telling others what Jesus said. And expect the supernatural to back that up. Now, Acts chapter 4 as we have seen, told us to expect opposition, to expect conversions, to expect questioning, and to expect the supernatural. But let me ask you this, in these days, where the church can be persecuted and scapegoated and blamed and unfairly focused on and silenced and shut down, let me tell you this. We're coming to days of persecution. And how should we live? Well, the rest of Acts 4 tells us that continuing to speak about Jesus when threatened or persecuted, persecuted takes three things. It takes courage of conviction. When Peter and John were told, stop it, do not preach in Jesus' name anymore, what did Peter reply? He said, who should we obey? You or Jesus? We're going to obey Jesus. We're going to keep on preaching the name of Jesus. You have to have courage of conviction when your faith is being persecuted. Stand up. Stand up for Jesus. Second, we need, when threatened or persecuted, to pray God's word together for his supernatural intervention. When Peter and John got back with the disciples, they opened their scroll and they prayed the word of God back to God. Psalm 2, 1 and 2 is what they quoted to God. God, you said through your prophet David that people would rile against you, that they would rebel that they would push back, that we're not surprised by this. 
but we pray for extra boldness and we pray for your signs and wonders to conform to confirm the gospel and guess what that place where they were praying was shaken and they were filled with the holy spirit god answered their prayer We need to pray together. We need to pray God's word and claim his promises. And we need to trust that the Holy Spirit is going to work in our day just as he worked in the early church. Amen? And then finally, if we're going to stand up, stand up for Jesus, we must remain united in supporting the church and one another. Did you notice that the disciples would sell property and they would give the proceeds of that sale to the leaders of the church so that the leaders of the church could distribute it to those in need? They supported the church faithfully. I'm thankful for many of you who are supporting the church faithfully. Thank you for your faithful and consistent giving. I also notice that They not only supported the church, but they supported one another. Joseph is a classic example given at the end of the chapter. He's known as the son of encouragement. He's Barnabas, the son of encouragement. And what does he do? He sells his property and gives the entire proceeds, laying it at the apostles' feet, signifying do what you want to do with this for the sake of others. He believed in lifting up the body of Christ. They were one in spirit. They were one in the Lord. Someone said during the American Revolution, either we stand together or we hang separately. This is a time for us to stand together in unity. We need to be courageous about the gospel. We need to be prayerful and word-based, expecting God to work by His Spirit, and we need to be united. These are troubling and difficult days, but the Bible gives us clear instructions, practical steps that we need to take so that the Holy Spirit of God will fill us and work through us today as He did in the early church. I have a prayer here that I'd like to pray out loud. And would you just bow with me and agree with me in Jesus' name? If you've never trusted in Christ or you're not sure, pray this prayer with me. God, I want to build my life on you. You alone are the cornerstone and foundation of eternal life. Jesus, on the basis of your shed blood and your resurrection from the dead, please resurrect me from being spiritually dead and make me fully alive in you. And let's all pray together. Pray with me, agreeing in Jesus' name, Lord Jesus Revive us, your church, to be bold witnesses by your Holy Spirit. Oh Lord, we love you. Oh Lord, what a precious moment this is to remember what you did on the cross 
on our behalf. Thank You, Jesus, for giving Your body. It was beaten. It was tortured. You died in our place. You experienced hell, the condemnation for our sin that we deserved. And because of You, because of Your stripes, we are healed. Thank You for the forgiveness we have through faith in You, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please take the cup now. The cup symbolizes the blood of Christ shed for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. They weren't sure if Jesus had died because it seemed like he died more quickly than the other two, the thieves to his left and to his right. And so a soldier stuck a spear in the side of Jesus' body. And out from his side gushed blood and water. Doctors say that's a sign of death when blood and water are separated from one another. Jesus' blood was shed for your forgiveness and mine. The Bible says there's no remission or forgiveness or removal of sin without the shedding of blood. All the sacrifices of the Old Testament pointed to the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And because His blood was shed, your sins are forgiven. They're completely washed away. Past, present, and future, you stand righteous in the eyes of God because you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah! What a Savior. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you shed your blood. You gave your life blood for the forgiveness of our sins. Thank you that we are washed clean. Thank you that we have your righteousness. Thank you that we belong to you. We love you and we pray for your soon return. Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Amen. So those who go to Bible study at 10 can hang on and pray at 11. Those who want to sneak into the Bible study and see what that's like can join us a little bit early and then come in for prayer, or you could just join us at 11 at prayer. You just zoom in like you did to this church service. Also, I am on the radio on Saturday and Sunday. Tell your friends, 10 o'clock on Saturday and 10 o'clock on Sunday. This is on KKXX. That's 104.5 FM or 9.30 AM. 104.5 FM or 9.30 a.m. on your dial. Tell people about that. Very fitting for these days. Adjusting to a new normal is the name of that series. Heavenly Father, thank you for this incredible time in your word, this incredible time of worship, this incredible time of just being the body of Christ together in spirit. Thank you for uniting us by your Holy Spirit. Thank you for encouraging us through your word. Thank you that you heard our prayers as we prayed for our state and our country and our world. We need you, Lord. We turn to you, Lord. We cry out to you. Revive your church. Bring us spiritual awakening. Help us, Lord, in these dark and difficult days to stand up. Stand up for Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And all God's people said, 
Amen. God bless you and have a great week in the Lord. Do you need encouragement? I want to share my spiritual gift of encouragement with you. If you would like to hear my current message series, you may call Butte Bible Fellowship at 530-892-0521. Call Butte Bible Fellowship at 530-892-0521 to find out how you can connect with our weekly worship services and faith-building messages from God's Word.